Now there are answers. Welcome to Live Prayer. Here's your host, Bill Keller. And welcome to Live Prayer. I'm Bill Keller. Good to be with you on this Friday evening. Pray it's been a good day for you. It's good to be back together once again to close out another week. If you're new to the program, you're watching Live Prayer. We come to you live in living color every Monday through Friday, 11 to midnight Eastern Daylight Time, wherever you are watching me right now throughout this great land of ours, sea to shining sea, border to border. Thank you for tuning in. Friends in other far off great lands, welcome to you as well. Once again, I'm Bill Keller, founder of LivePair.com, world's largest interactive Christian website. Reach a little over two and a half million folks each and every day via the internet. Please check us out online. Web address coming up on your screen, LivePair.com, LivePair.com. Oh, it's been a long couple days. Not a lot of sleep, so much going on. But I do it so I can bring you the latest, the most important information that you're going to get anywhere else in the world. It's good to be back together. By the way, just so you know, uh, Sunday night, set your clocks back. We're done with daylight savings time for another year. We're back on standard time, which means Sunday night at 2 o'clock in the morning, you put your clocks back an hour, that means you get an extra hour of sleep. So I guess in some regards, that might be a good deal, right? So uh, that's coming up Sunday. Just a friendly reminder. Four things I actually do for me each night on the program. First, pray for me in the program. Means more than you ever know. Trust me when I tell you that. I'm not blowing smoke. That is true. I need your prayers. I covet your prayers. I thank you for your prayers. Second, please encourage people you know to sign up for our free daily devotional. Written it every morning for 24 plus years now on the issues of the day. Uh, have them go to my homepage, liveprayer.com. Upper right-hand corner, there's a sign-up link. Click on that. couple easy steps. They'll be all set to go. Third, tell people to, about the program I wish I had a million dollars to promote the program, do advertising, all that kind of stuff. But you know what? I've got the best advertisers possible. That's you, the people that watch the program. Know what we do every night. Can tell people what this is all about. So please continue to tell people about the program. Last of all, if this ministry has been a blessing to you, please pray about supporting us. I don't sell things. I don't. I'm not a marketer, not a tour guide. We're here to minister to people. That's what I do 24-7. And like Paul, share our needs and trust God. Walk by faith every day to provide for our needs. And for over 30 years now, God has done that through friends like you. If you want to help me, go to my homepage, liveprayer.com. Again, upper right-hand corner, donate link. Click on it. gives you our address. That gives you uh, an address to put something in the mail if you want to do it that way. Also, a link to our credit card portal if that's more convenient. All right? So I appreciate it more than you know. Also, don't forget, real quickly, uh, the podcast link was uh, 
kind of shaky for about a couple weeks, but we've got that all connected now, no problems. Spotify, Apple iTunes, the two biggest podcast platforms. Just type in the search bar, Live Prayer. We will come up. That's where you can find the audio-only portion of this program if that might be more convenient for you. And again, you don't need to sign up. You don't need to have a Spotify account. You don't need to have an iTunes account. Just go to those places on your your, um, search engine, whether it's your phone, whether it's your computer, and uh, you can listen to it without signing up or doing anything, okay? Just another way for you to get the program. All right, I think that's about it. Let's pray, all right? Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for this opportunity once again to gather in your name, to bring your truth to the people. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. We are grateful for the friends that have joined us tonight. I pray for them. I pray for their families. I pray for their needs. Thank you, Lord, today, that this day, a day we've never known before, we'll never know again. You have blessed us with this day, the the blessings throughout the day. We're grateful, Lord. And now we're grateful for this hour. Use it for your glory. We ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right. So how are you doing tonight? Pray for the weekend. I think I am. I, it's been a long week. But we've got to get through this hour. And when I say get through this hour, I mean get through this hour with a lot of information that will once again put all of the craziness in this world in a context that will make sense to you. Amen. Uh, 2024 wild cards. We've talked about this a little bit. We will talk about it more next year as we get into 2024. But I just want to throw these things out for you. You got JFK Jr. running as a uh, independent. Cornell West, another independent. And you've got this group, No Labels. Now, it remains to be seen how many bouts... How many state ballots can these wild cards actually get engaged in? More important, do they even have a prayer of getting an electoral vote? My, my gut says no. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of people concerned, oh, JFK is going to take people for Trump. No doubt he may take some votes from Trump. Or he may take votes from Gavin Newsom or whoever the Democrats put up. But at the end of the day, they're not going to get even one electoral vote. And that's what counts at the end of the day. It's not the hard count of the, of the, of the raw vote. It's the electoral count. That's what we elect presidents by. So... I'm not minimizing the potential problems these people like RFK could do. By the way, for the Republicans out there, okay, who had this fantasy of like Trump, RFK as vice, 
Please, come on. I'm not going to sit here and bash RFK other than just to remind you. He is a liberal Democrat. He believes in the killing of innocent babies. All right? He believes in all the LGBTQXYZ rights. Okay? He believes what liberal Democrats believe. He's not an America first. He's not a nationalist in any sense of the word. So just because he may have been right on the COVID vaccine, and he might be right on a few other things, like the deep state, the poor man's family heritage is a testimony to the deep state's existence, right? But don't let your um, feelings for maybe what RFK has been through affect your mind to the sense that he is in no way, shape, or form anything close to an America first, a nationalist candidate. All right? Just want to put that out there. It needs to be said because I hear too many people talking all the time about this guy and his, you know. There was a judge yesterday, Thursday, in Connecticut, who overturned a mayoral primary. Now, this was between Democrats. And the reason the judge overturned the mayoral primary was because they had video of one of the Democratic judges, operatives, stuffing a drop box full of ballots in the middle of the night. Now, help me. Help me, please. Is that not what we saw happen in 2020 in Georgia, in Wisconsin, in Michigan, in Pennsylvania, in Arizona. And we were called nutbags, conspiracy theorists. We should be jailed for our even bringing the issue up. Right? Yet in Connecticut, there's a judge that actually ruled hey, you got to redo this. This isn't right. We don't know what this woman stuffed into that box. Start all over. (laughs) You've got Democratic operatives in New Jersey who are under indictment tonight for what? Ballot stuffing, election interference, I find it interesting that Donald Trump tonight is under indictment by the federal government out of a D.C. court for what? For claiming the 2020 election was stolen. And he's also indicted in the state of Georgia, Fulton County, Fanny Willis. For what? He claims the election was stolen 
ballot harvesting. The same thing that we are watching right now happen in several states. <laughs> There's two books out. Molly Hemingway wrote a very legitimate book on the 2020 election called Rigged. Denesta D'Souza, great documentary, 2,000 Mules. If you're serious about understanding how the Democrats stole 2020, get the book, watch the video, and the amazing thing is, we're now seeing judges in several states claiming that, yep, these things are happening. Yeah, you've got Donald Trump under indictment in various districts around the country for making these claims. If you watch this program, one of the things I told you is when these fools go overboard and go after Trump for claiming the 2020 election was stolen, claiming January 6th was an insurrection, this gives him the opportunity, his defense, the opportunity to refute these indictments to once and for all put on record like has never happened yet in courts of laws the facts of how 2020 was sold. And let me tell you something. What's one of the things I've always told you? The Democrats always overplay their hand. They always overplay their hand, right? By bringing these indictments, they've given Trump the, the opportunity for the first time to put the facts on the record of what happened, all right? You hear all the time, well, he's been, he had 60 court cases about the 2020 election. They were all, he lost everyone. Uh, the reality was not one of those courts, even the Supreme Court in the Texas case, ever heard the merits of the claims. They were all shot down on grounds like standing and the, the different ways that they shot the cases down to the point that they never, ever heard the merits, okay? The problem with these stupid indictments of Trump is they have now opened the door for him to put the merits on the record that's never been on the record before because that's his defense. How are you going to indict me for claiming the 2020 election was stolen when I'm going to sit here and show you it was stolen? Right? Always overplay their hands. They always do. Uh, and don't forget, 
What you saw in Bridgeport, Connecticut, that caused this judge to over to basically call for a new election in this Democratic mayoral uh, runoff, right? This is what happened in Minneapolis, in Detroit, in Milwaukee, in Philadelphia, in Atlanta, in Phoenix. Okay? This is exactly what they did. And again, watch 2,000 mules. You'll see the same video. Same video. The uh, Trump 14th Amendment Hail, legal Hail, Hail Marys are continuing. Amazing. Minnesota, the Supreme Court of Minnesota, they're very hesitant to even get involved in this. They said, what right do we have to take a man off the ballot? Because here's their problem. They're claiming he's not eligible because he caused an insurrection. Only one problem. He's never been charged with insurrection. The tens of millions of dollars that the Department of Justice has spent trying to take Trump down. 91 indictments. Can I submit to you tonight? Not one of those indictments has anything to do, remotely to do, with insurrection. Now, if you can charge him with insurrection, convict him of insurrection, have that conviction withstand the appellate process, okay? Come talk to me about disqualifying him via the 14th Amendment. Short of that, you got nothing. And even a liberal state like Minnesota, a liberal Supreme Court, a state Supreme Court in a state like Minnesota, even they say, man, this, no, we, we, we can't do this. New Hampshire's already passed. They said, no, we're not doing this. Let the people decide. And again, it was all based on pretty much the same fact set I just shared with you. How are you going to disqualify this man for insurrection who's never been charged with insurrection, let alone convicted of insurrection? Right? Now, Colorado... That is a kangaroo court. It is a it is a totally bogus situation. They actually may find against Trump and his attorneys, but it's never gonna withstand a SCOTUS appeal. It might even it might even withstand a Colorado State Appeal because they're all liberal Democrats and they hate Trump. But if they do go that route, SCOTUS will shoot this thing down so fast. 
All I can tell you is this 14th Amendment legal Hail Mary, okay, is not something to worry about. It's something to pay attention to because probably until SCOTUS rules that this is nonsense, it's not going away. Okay? It's not going away. And you know what's even more sick? You've got supposed Republicans, Ron DeSantis, Neocon Nikki. They're holding on with the hopes, not that they can beat Trump, because they've already accepted the fact they can't beat Trump. They're holding with the hopes that one of these legal maneuvers may knock him out. Well, I got something for DeSantis, Neocon Nikki, Krispy Kreme, and whoever else is still hanging on, Vivek Ramaswamy. If you're waiting for this legal Hail Mary to give you a chance to be president of the United States, you know what? You better go figure something else out because it's not happening. All right? It's not happening. And let me just say this, and I know a lot of people don't like to hear hear this, but I'm sorry. I can't sit here and lie to you or candy coat things for you. If you want that, you're watching the wrong program. You better go watch somebody else. The same people that are hoping for a legal Hail Mary to take Trump out will not be shedding one tear if they actually assassinate him. Sorry, that's truth. Because they have no other reason to be staying in the race. They're down by 40, 50, 60 points. They have no chance of being president unless Trump ceases to exist. And that's only going to happen through some legal maneuvers, which, to be honest with you, I don't even see that happening. At the end of the day, other than him just being dead is their only hope. And if that's where you're putting your political capital and your political hopes, you not just should never be present. You are a sick human being. Just saying. Just saying. By the way, Tuesday, there are a bunch of states that go to the polls for different things. It's an off-year election. But in Virginia, they're going to determine who controls the Virginia legislature. It's razor thin, Republicans, Democrats. Now, the word is, once this is over, which will be Tuesday, the same Republican globalist billionaires that talked Ron DeSantis into running for president, you can be the man, Ron. Okay? And eventually has destroyed his political career forever. Those same people are now whispering in the ear of Virginia Governor Yunkin. You can be president, Mr. Yunkin. We'll help you. At this point, I got to be honest with you. Those are hard whispers to ignore. 
Will Yonkin throw his hat in the ring? I don't know. I will tell you this. If he does, again, short of assassination, he's not going to stop Trump from being the nominee. And he will destroy the whatever political career he may have in the future, like the Santa's has. So that's something to keep an eye out for, okay? All right. The House passed last night the $14 billion Israel package, separated it from Ukraine money, separated from border security money, which, again, let me just remind you, border security money is not what you think it is. It's not to shut the border down. It's just to hire more people to facilitate the inflow of illegals faster. That's what border security money is. Now, Schumer in the Senate says he's not going to bring it to the floor. Okay, you know what? At this point, it's on Schumer. The House did their job. They passed an Israel aid package of $14.6 billion to help Israel during this time of crisis. If Schumer doesn't bring it to the floor, it's on Schumer. And if he, and let's hypothetically say he did bring it to the floor and it passed, it goes to Joe Biden. He says, I'm not signing that. Fine, Joe. That's on you. That's on you, man. So don't get intimidated. The House did their job. Now, we're going to see what they do on the Ukraine, quote-unquote, border package. But my guess is it's never going to even pass the House, nor should it. This program, for people who watch this program, I exposed a trick, a lie, deception. Almost the first month Biden was in office. Every month you get certain economic indicators, unemployment numbers, you know, CPI, different economic numbers that affect how the economy is going, right? And I exposed to you, I remember the very first month telling that they will flat out lie to you about these numbers. They'll flat out lie to you. Because what happens is, when they report a number to you on like a Thursday or Friday, how much inflation is, you know, all the various economic numbers, right? Unemployment. What happens is the next month, when they give you that month's numbers, they also give you the the revised numbers from the month before. And I alerted you to the game they were playing that they will give you a very good number when they come out. And they will crow about it. They will beat their chest how great the economy is. 
But then a month later, when the revision comes out, it will show you that that number they told you a month ago wasn't that good. And they've been playing this game for two and a half years now. One of the things I have alerted you to, you cannot trust one thing that comes out of the mouth of anybody in this illegitimate administration. Because all they do is lie. We have some unemployment numbers came out today. Oh, they look so good. But what they didn't talk to you about was the revision from the month before. Because last month, when the numbers came out, oh, these are great numbers! But now 30 days later, when they actually have to give you the real number with the revisionist numbers, it wasn't so good. As a matter of fact, it was terrible. And this is what they have been doing for two and a half years. They give you a, an economic number and they pound their chest and Biden runs out to their cameras. Look at Bidenomics. It's going so good. In the meantime, people can't pay their cell phone bills. Their cars are being repossessed. Their house is in foreclosure. Women can't even pay for their makeup. So we know these numbers suck. Sorry, just being honest. Yet they tell you, oh, these numbers are great. The economy's doing great. But then when you factor in the revised number, when they have to actually give you the real number from 30 days ago, it's pathetic. And that's the game they've been playing on you for two and a half years, okay? So just understand that. And you know what? Even though I'm exposing this scam that they've been running for two and a half years, most people don't need a lowly internet evangelist from Florida to tell them that they've been running a scam. They already know it's a scam because they can't pay for their groceries like they used to. They can't pay for gas like they used to. People are choosing between do I feed my cat or do I put gas in my car? People are making real world decisions. They know these numbers are garbage even without knowing the fact of how they play this game. Right? And then you got the Hezbollah leader out today. The leader of Hezbollah addressing the Arab world today. <laughs> and basically all he did was praise Hamas and threaten the United States. Didn't he really threaten Israel that much? Israel's just to them, uh, you know, just something to, you know, get rid of stub your toe type of thing. They want us gone. Now, as I heard the, as I watched his speech and listened to it, and it was being translated for me, I had one thought for the whole 28 minutes he spoke. 
many Hezbollah operatives are in the United States at this very moment, planning, plotting, scheming to do something very destructive. Only God knows. Only God knows. And for the record, I have zero confidence in Christopher Ray and our FBI because they've made it clear to the world their only concern is get Donald Trump and get those people that voted for him. That's their priority. I wish their priority was getting rid of whoever's in this country illegally that wants to destroy us. I wish that was their priority. That's not their priority. Nor is it going to be. That's why the other, that's why the other day on Capitol Hill, he said, oh, you know, we've got, you know, major intelligence gaps. Well, in other words, he's already making excuses. So when we get hit by these Muslims who want us dead, when we get hit, he's going to say, yeah, I, I told you, I told you, but we just, And are you ready for this? i got to be honest with you. There are a few moments every now and then when I have to sit back in my chair and I don't I, I don't do this for attaboys and you did a good job, Bill. But every now and then I have to sit back in my chair Pat myself on the back. Say, boy, you nailed this one, Bill. Let me tell you what happened today. The massive ego of Barry Sotero, a.k.a. Barack Hussein Obama, finally had to come out. Couldn't stand it any longer. Do you remember after the 2020 election, the steal of the 2020 election. Do you remember what happened? Time Magazine had a huge four or five page spread written by a liberal writer by the name of Molly Ball. And Molly Ball had to take a victory lap just a couple months after the steal of the 2020 election and actually brag about everything I told you in the months preceding the election they were going to do to steal the election. She couldn't help themselves. At, they could not help themselves. They had to brag and take a victory lap. This is how we stuck it to Donald Trump, and we cheated, and we schemed, and we stole that election. Just like I told you they would. They can't help themselves. Well, the massive ego of Barisic Tarot, a.k.a. Barack Hussein Obama, could not contain itself any longer. 
Kamala Harris the other day was named the artificial intelligence czar. I can say something right now, but I'm on television and I'm not going to do that. Let me just suffice to say is she's qualified to be the czar of nothing. Okay, let me just say that and I'll leave it there. Today, we had a posting by the wonder child, Barack Hussein Obama, because he had to take credit for being the mastermind behind the strategy of artificial intelligence for the United States. He laid out in his tweet to the world that he has been in close contact with the White House for the last four or five months putting together a strategy for how the United States should handle artificial intelligence. Now, can I make a statement to you? In the scheme of the things we're going through, two wars, open borders, an economy that's been purposely destroyed, crime rampant, all the problems. I gotta tell you something. Artificial intelligence at this moment in time is probably about the 99th or maybe even the 103rd listing in matter of importance to this country. Just saying, not saying it's not important, not saying it's not got repercussions down the road. I'm just saying, in the immediate moment of today, artificial intelligence is so far down that list, most people would be bored before they even got to it, okay? Yet Barack Hussein Obama had to let the world know today he has been the mastermind behind the White House response and answer to handling the issue of artificial intelligence. Couldn't help himself any longer. Couldn't help himself any longer. Can I tell you what Barack Hussein Obama today did? All he did is validate what this lowly internet evangelist in Florida told you months before the 2020 election that if God allowed Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. to become President of the United States, he would be nothing but an avatar. It would literally be Barack Hussein Obama running the country again. I told you that. I've told you that pretty much every day since they stole that election and the Biden regime was installed. Well, today,
30 months after this illegitimate regime was installed, Barack Hussein Obama could not help himself, had to take credit. Because if he is running the policy on artificial intelligence, if you think he hasn't been running the policy on everything, since January 20th of 2021, You're living in another world, folks. He couldn't help himself. In taking credit for setting the policy for artificial intelligence, he literally was admitting that, yes, him, Barry Sotero, a.k.a. Barack Hussein Obama, the Shia Muslim, has been running this country ever since Biden illegitimately took office. There you go. There you go. At least, you know, you know, I gotta be honest with you. Yesterday, what was it? It was Salon, a major progressive globalist democratic rag that's been around for years, came out with their big headline. Remember, remember their headline yesterday? Here, let me read it to you. Let me read it to you. MAGA and Christian nationalism are the biggest threat to America greater than the terrorist organization known as Hamas. Okay? They're not hiding anymore, folks. They are not hiding anymore. It's out in the open. They hate you if you're a Christian. They hate you if you are a nationalist. They hate you if you support Barack or uh, uh, Donald Trump. And now they've actually finally admitted, yes, Barack Hussein Obama runs this country and has been. And you know what? That's fine. Strip away all the veneers. Strip away all the pretense. Let's just be honest. Again, I'm not some genius. Anybody with a brain knew he's been running the country. Just admit it. Just admit him. The corrupt pedophile known as Joe Biden is nothing but an avatar for Barack Hussein Obama. That's all. Just admit it. Just admit it. And here's another thing that they've admitted. We've had a lot, we've had a lot of come to Jesus moments this, this week, haven't we? Lots of come to Jesus moments. The sole purpose of weaponizing the FBI and the DOJ against Trump supporters is because the current regime, run by Obama, determined... They're the greatest threat to our homeland. Okay? And that is for one reason. That's to intimidate you into silence. It's to intimidate you into no public show of support. It's to intimidate you 
into maybe even not voting for Donald Trump in 2024. Okay? And here's here's their rationale. If they can even get 5% of Trump supporters to back off because the government may come after you, that might be all they need to keep him out of the White House again. Because let me tell you something. They know darn well if Donald Trump is ever in the Oval Office again, their days are over. He knows who they are. He knows what they did, when they did it, how they did it. And you are going to see a day of reckoning if he ever gets. And they know that. And they know that. In uh, Massachusetts, a high school field hockey team allowed a mentally ill biological man who thinks he's a woman play on a women's team. And in a match with another team of actual women, he ended up knocking the teeth out of one of their other players. It is so grossly unfair to have a biological male playing sports with biological females and to be blunt with you, if it's only a matter of some teeth getting knocked out, she probably got off easy. Uh, Trump is going to be on the witness stand in this garbage trial in New York on Monday. That should probably be Fairly interesting. Too bad there's no cameras. It is one of the most grossly unfair and disgusting legal proceedings. That Let me tell you how bad it is. Can I tell you how bad it is? You've got New York legal professionals who I promise you loathe Donald Trump hate Donald Trump, despise Donald Trump, actually coming to his defense. It's that grossly unfair. The good news is, at some point, it will be before the Supreme Court of this country. Because I have no doubt that as they railroad him and his family through this trial, there is no way a New York Supreme Court is going to give him any relief. But it will end up at the federal Supreme Court. This is a message, folks. This is a message. And I guarantee you the message has been heard loud and clear. If you're not part of the game, and if you've got any ideas about coming into this game to disrupt this game, we will destroy you thoroughly. That's the message. And I guarantee you it's been heard because there are a few people on the face of this earth that could withstand what they've done to the Trump, to Trump and his family. Hunter Biden, a 
are you ready for another, like, let's just take all the masks off? I told you this has been the week where all the masks came off, no more pretense, let's just quit all the, you know, masquerading, right? Hunter Biden today told, not asked, told the U.S. attorney in Washington, D.C. to investigate Tony Bobolinsky. Now, if you remember, Bobolinsky was an ex-business partner of the, the Bidens who they screwed out of a bunch of money and he came forward before the 2020 election, actually, and declared that the Biden family was corrupt. He had met with Joe, the big man. He's the one who who was able to uncover that the not moniker of the big man was actually Joe Biden. This is a former Navy officer, served his country, got in business somehow with the Bidens, got totally jobbed by the Bidens. And he is and he went to the FBI six months before the 2020 election and gave them a full statement of how corrupt the Bidens were. Of course, that never made it anywhere. It was buried like all the other evidence against the Bidens. So it didn't interrupt Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., the guy who showered with his teenage daughter and ruined her life from ever becoming president. Okay? Now you got Hunter calling you. Hey, U.S. Attorney, Tony Bobolinsky, go get him, man. I mean, who does he think he is? Oh, I know he thinks he is. He thinks he's Hunter Biden. He can just pick up a phone and order things and things get done. You know, an email we get at Live Prairie, we get 40,000 emails every day at Live Prairie. People all over the world. Great team over 700 retired pastors. We answer everyone. Always have for 24 plus years. An email we get a, a, a lot is people asking, you know, God's people always seem to take it on the chin. Satan's people always get away with things. And that's a, that's a legitimate operation, uh, observation. Matter of fact, there's four or five of the Psalms that deal with that. Why do the ways of the wicked prosper, O oh God? I mean, believers, followers of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, crying out, why, God? Why do the ways of the wicked prosper? And what you need to understand is that in this life, it's not guaranteed that justice will be served. But I can assure you of this, my friend. When each man, as each man will, takes his last breath and stands before God, at that moment, justice will be served. Um, Biden sent $440 million that we don't have to Puerto Rico for <laughs> God, 
solar panels. I can't even believe I'm saying that. Solar panels. Uh, oh, FTX Sam Bankman Freed. Turns out he sent $5 million to the Biden campaign in 2020. In 2022, he gave over $40 million of stolen money to elect Democrats. And I was thinking today, how many Democrats, especially Senate Democrats, got elected due to this fraudulent money? Because don't forget, they only controlled the Senate by one seat. Did they take control of the Senate because of this fraud? And just for the record, just for the record, even though he sent, for every $10 he sent to Democrats, he did send $1 to Republicans. But guess who, what Republicans he sent money to? He sent money to Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy, specifically to use to stop MAGA candidates from being elected. By the way, I was thinking today, it would be very interesting if God puts Trump back in the White House. I think the Department of Justice under Trump should go pay Sam Bankman Freed a little visit in prison. Because he's probably going to be there for my personal guess was 20 years minimum, probably 30 years. And if I was part of the Trump Department of Justice, I'd go pay Sam Bankman-Fried a little visit in prison. I'd say, Sam Bankman-Fried, you're going to rot in here for the next 30 years. How would you like to get 10 years reduced from your sentence? I mean, I know you're 30. You're not getting out to your 60. But you could possibly get out when you're 50. Is that of any appeal to you? I'm sure it would be. And of course, Sam Bateman-Free, well, what do I have to do, Mr. Justice Department? Here's what you need to do, Sam. Tell us in detail all of your connections with politicians, how you gave the money, why you gave the money, who you gave the money to, what reason you gave. In other words, we want to know details of this, all this money you gave to these Democrat politicians. My guess is Sam Bateman Freed to get 10 years off his sentence. He'd probably be very happy to do that. By the way, in the coming weeks, you're going to see wars going on because they've got all the personal bank records now. They're going to come after. They're going to start subpoenaing Hunter Biden, James Biden, the brother, his wife, and a bunch of Joe Biden's grandchildren. Now, you're going to hear the media, they're they're going after his grandchildren. That's not right. Oh, yeah, but you didn't have a problem with them going after all the Trump children. And here's the problem. They would have no reason to go after the Biden grandchildren if Biden didn't use them to launder his illicit money from China, Romania, Russia, Uzbekistan, 
and everywhere else through their bank accounts. That's why they're getting indicted. Don't blame the don't blame the Congress for indict for uh, subpoenaing them. If you didn't use them as stooges and run their money, run your illegal money through their accounts, they wouldn't be involved in this. They're involved because Joe Biden made them involved. So get ready for some fireworks in the coming weeks, folks. It's going to be interesting. And they're not going to be able to stop these subpoenas. They're not. Unless they're just going to flat out refuse and the Department of Justice refuses to enforce them. That's possible. Not possible. That's probable. We'll find out. All right. Good week. Lots going on. Weekend coming up. Get to church. Hey, don't forget, if you need a church service, live for a church every Sunday midnight. New service goes up. It's up all week. Go to my homepage. Scroll all the way to the bottom. Live for church links there. It's a new service every Sunday. It's up 24-7. Gives you a chance to go to church any day, any hour at your convenience. All right? Before we get out of here tonight, if you've never made a decision for Jesus, let me give you a chance to do that right now. When this brief journey is over, all that matters is you have a relationship with Christ. If you never made that decision before we leave tonight, make it now. Will you pray with me? Dear Lord, I come to you tonight asking you to forgive me of my sins. I'm a sinner. I ask your forgiveness. And tonight, I believe in my heart, confess with my mouth, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I surrender my life to you tonight, Lord. Now and forevermore, I am yours. My friend, if you made that commitment, it's not the words that saved you. It's your faith in God's grace. I've got a book I'll send you. It won't cost you anything. Drop me an email, bkellerliveprayer.com. I'll get it out to you. If you need prayer for anything, don't hesitate to email me, bkellerliveprayer.com. Love and care about you so much. Have a great night tonight. Blessed day tomorrow. Lord willing, see you back here Monday night, 11 o'clock. 